What is up, you guys? My name is Callan, and this is the Processing Publicly podcast, a safe space for me to explore and integrate my spiritual and psychic awakening journeys. I'm so stoked to have you here with me. My intention is that sharing my journey of diving into deeper understandings of who I truly am will inspire and activate the same in those of you who are called to listen to my podcast. Thank you so much for being here with me. Let's get into it. Okay, so I am here um, post-acid trip <laughs> going through my my full quantum soul chart report, whatever that I got with Becca and I found that there so it's like a whole bunch of human design stuff that stuff is going to take a while for me to get through so we can just assume that that's not even going to be a part in this whole series there might be a part about me being a manifesting generator but that's literally just one aspect of it you know um but so I found this part in the document where it's pretty, at like, this is the the information that she was reading to me during my reading. And I'm really glad that, that all of this information is here. So basically, my intention is that I just need to say all of these words out loud on my own to embody them. And part of fully embodying it is sharing it with other people not only so that it's like in other people's consciousness to like kind of lock it in like for myself but also there's transmissions in my voice in the understandings that I'm having of myself there's transmissions that are carried and that can unlock things within you so I'm going to try to not go on this whole tangenty thing and just straight up say, like, I'm literally looking at a document. I'm just going to be reading off of it. This is the information that was pulled through with this reading. This is a fucking incredible reading. I can't believe she only charges what she does for this. It's honestly crazy. Okay. So... Um, the beginning part is, I am a rainbow ray. So you are a divine child of the stars. Whenever sh- you is said in all of this, it's talking about me. You are a divine child of the stars. Your light shines with the light of a thousand suns. Embrace within the core of your heart and essence in this light. It has been difficult tasks to hold in many journeys. Being a radiant light in a form that feels caged, disempowered, or weak. We're limited from feeling the full potential of your gifts that seem thwarted in this reality. Your soul has been on many journeys serving the life within you. It's now time to stand in that light and show the world the radiance of who you are. You have hidden this light for many lifetimes in your cycles and journeys in the form realities. It is now time to clear away the resentment and frustration of the worlds that you have remembered. Many lifetimes became filled with anger that you pushed yourself out of your highest codes of light and you fought the world around you from the darkness that you felt. My guide is a beautiful temple priestess from the HU3. I don't know what that means. Steps forward. A creator planner, Kadistu of the highest councils. She's a soft and loving and holds a power in her gaze that is filled with the wisdom of the universe. 
She comes and leads me into the temple area. You're, you are familiar with this place. From here, your mind and consciousness connects to the consciousness of the universe, the void, and the womb of all that is. So basically, I have a direct tie. And to be clear here, we all have the direct ties. But something that I'm understanding, it's really been a full circle moment tonight, is that I have agreed to be here and to embody my direct connection with the divine because I am the divine, because we all are the divine, but not everybody is willing to see that for themselves yet, and that's okay. I can hold, I'm here to hold the frequency and just like basically hold the space of, like I see people in their higher visions. I don't even consciously see what that really means. It just it's just that I see that there's a reality that exists for them where they're fully happy and like none of the problems that they bring to me are even a worry because I'm like in that space of being connected to the womb, to the all, to the void. Not, none of these problems actually matter. So I can, I can sort of tap people into that through my energy. Okay, um, yes, I'm familiar with this temple area. From here, my mind and consciousness connects to the consciousness of the universe, the void, and the womb of all that is. You are vast and without form or any shape when you meditate in this realm. Um, what I remember her saying was that she was just like, she was speaking with my guide and then she started to focus on my energy and very quickly my energy became sort of like enmeshed in this womb of all that is. Um, you're vast and without form or shape when you meditate in this realm. Your guide pulls me back into the temple area and opens up this viewing area to see all of these fields of radiant light. She says that these are soul fields, birthing places of the stars, and that you are one of the caretakers and nurturers of these birthing fields of consciousness. Um, so the way that she explained it was that there's these different birthing fields of consciousness and say, like different races, like different, like hybrid races that exist on earth and in just in the cosmos, like when new energies are needed, it's like those soul fields. It's like souls that are uniquely coded with these different frequencies that are needed. And so it's like they can then be put into a body and incarnated. And that I am one of the caretakers for just these soul fields and... As one of the Kadistus, I can only imagine that there's like a interdimensional, I mean, of course, there's an interdimensional aspect of it where not only am I like the caretaker for these soul fields, but as a Kadistu and having, so basically with the Kadistus, they don't interfere with the physical realm, but there are you know, like, for example, the Pleiadians, they do interfere with us on the physical plane. And so then the Pleiadians then go and petition to the Kadistus, hey, do we have permission to, like, intercept and 
work with, you know, in this case, we'll just say the humans. Okay, if so, they need these different frequencies over there. Can we get some of that from the soul fields? That's sort of what it feels like. And so it's like I'm the caretaker of the soul field, but also I'm sitting upon the Kadistu Council as one of the caretakers so that when these different frequencies are called upon, I... It's like there's two different roles within the same, like, oneness of all that is of my soul. Okay, so, um, I'm one of the caretakers and nurturers of these birthing fields of consciousness. All of these, at these levels, the soul fields of light are innocent and flow with the highest virtues and thoughts of the mind of the all. They are excited energy, ready to birth in and participate and be part of creation. You are part of the group of ancient souls, guides from these celestial realms that are the guardians of this process. This group consciousness that you are connected to is a collective group of many star races that guide in this way. So I am here as a part of Nurturing Souls for the Human Angelic Project. So I, it says you are part of a collective that is helping the gold flame, the violet flame, and the orifim project that is the future indigo races. Um, basically, the understanding that I have of this, there's, is she breaks it down even further. Um, and that'll just be for me to go in and, you know, understand and share if I feel called to. But basically... I am nurturing souls for the human angelic project, meaning that there are, like, hybrid humans coming on board. Like, they're being born now, and later I'm, like, once they're in their teen to, like, early 20s, early to mid-20s, I guess, around that time is whenever I'm really going to be called to nurture and be a guide for them and part of the guidance is that they're going to look very different than what humans look like now and that I actually am one of these hybrids I just look normal um and I think that that just has to do with the time in which I incarnated in like it was too soon for me to look different but I've always felt very different even though I looked the same as everyone else Okay, so there's that aspect of it. That, I think, is really cool. And also, I have said for, like, for so long, I've had such a knowing of just, I don't want to give, like, I don't think that I'm called to be a mother of, like, from my own, like, womb in this life. I think that... Like, I have nurturing roles. I've literally said I think that I'm nurturing in different ways and can be to other people, that it's, but it's not necessarily for my children. And that is where this comes in. That is where my nurturing, like, my mothering nature comes in when I don't even have these children to nurture. It's just I simply am here helping these beings yeah the future indigo races 
Okay. So that, yeah, that's been a whole realization on its own. Then, so there are these things called temples of contemplation. And this is a part of like this celestial realm that she was talking about earlier. So I have had many lifetime roles as a temple guardian of the temple of contemplation, the place that connect to all 12 aspects of self for contemplation of the higher of the greater purpose and understanding of life experiences through multiple life experiences. So the way that she described these temples, it was like the structure of the buildings, like of the temple is designed in a way that when you enter it, it. It's like your energy reverberates off of itself within the walls that it like opens up a portal to you being able to tap into the full understanding of, yeah, like the greater purpose and understanding. Like it's, yeah, it's it's to contemplate and sort of do what I spend so much time in this life doing. Um, so in terms of Stargate 5, apparently, I'm connected to the Council of Alcyone and Pleiades as a guardian council for the Stargate of Souls here. A guardian council for the Stargate of Souls. Hmm. This aspect of your soul is housed in the first house of your chart. It's a foundational part of your identity, your soul's magnetic pull to be more and to be compassionate on the deepest level with the challenges that humanity faces, even if it's not always easy to do this. Um, Yeah, like I literally, I've worked through a lot of sexual trauma, but at my previous job, I was getting sexually harassed. And it was like, it was blatant stuff. It wasn't just like, you know whatever and basically my boss kind of caught wind that I was feeling uncomfortable with this person and asked me like if I was comfortable speaking about it so I just kind of told them what was up and they were like Callan how can how are you even like okay with this and my true answer in that moment was just like because hurt people hurt people and I see that someone else is on a different part of their journey than I am and that doesn't make it okay for them to sexually harass me but I see that they're they have some fucked up wonky shit happening and I don't have to take on those impressions that they just tried to project onto me you know it's 333 right now haha okay so lifetime roles um, a Kadistu angelic guardian. That's just the coolest thing ever. Like, come on, put those three words together. Kadistu angelic guardian. Me? Fuck yeah, it was me. Like, <laughs> this shit is so dope. Um, priestess in the temples of Pleiades and guide for developing souls, soul groups into the human angelic creation. Part of the first seeding of this human human angelic line. So holder of the 12 strand DNA as part of an avian cedar race line of beings through the gold order seraphae seraphim, serez avion hominoid and athean mantis. Oh my god. So that was a whole a whole mouthful. What I understand from that is I have like I am we have 12 strands of DNA 
at least. It's not just the two that they tell us about in biology. And so I come already activated within me. Like I think it's like up to nine pairs of the 12, which is pretty, pretty advanced. Um, and it's like I just, I already have the pairings there. I just, I I believe that I just have to go in and sort of like activate it. Like I have to willingly choose to have those strands of DNA activated within me. Um, also side note about DNA. I've always been curious, like I have wanted to do an ancestry, um, like ancestry.com or whatever, because my mom is adopted and so I want to know my lineage but there's always been a part of me that's been like fucking don't do that don't give your DNA over and there was always a part of me that was like well I mean they probably get it from doctor's visits or you know whatever but it's just this um it feels really important that I am like a keeper and a guardian of these strands of DNA and that it's important that I don't do things to just open it up to whoever like consciously you know like for me to consciously say hey this company is can use my dna to fate like to show me you know where i'm from you know it seems like there's it's tricky it seems like there's a like a mutual beneficial thing there but what's actually happening is they're just fucking taking your dna and then like studying it trying to figure out how to hack it so that they can keep us from actualizing into those potentials that we are within our dna and as a keeper of these like dna pairs you know i've just known that that's something that i am not to participate in You know, I'm not saying that other people can't do the ancestry lineage stuff, but I know for me now that that's not an option. Like, I don't, uh, I don't need to know about my human in that way, okay? It It doesn't fucking matter. Like, I am connected to a greater ordeal of things that I don't need to know the human names of the human people who came before my mother you know whenever like it, it's just it it's irrelevant to me not irrelevant but whatever okay and so as like all of these different things it's like it's mind-blowing and she was talking about you know like the mantis family line and oh these people are really good at you know connecting with this and you know, you have these really tight connections with this and that. And this is going to take me a really long time to, well, it's going to take me a minute to decode. And so, yeah, just bringing it back to, I'm just trusting that me just reading through this document right now, that my voice is, is doing all that it needs to do um from a point like from a place of fully understanding these concepts that is where these transmissions are coming from my conscious mind doesn't fully understand these concepts yet but i understand that 
that is the place in which I'm speaking from, if that makes sense. Okay, so I am birthed, back to the lifetime rules, birthed as a Hawthorne race line, so Altair and Taris hybrid, okay, I don't know if that means right now or what, but um, also Lemuria timelines and life history, so back to like the Lemurian blueprint of how things originally were created to be, I think I pull on some of that knowing, and I think in Lemuria we had like our one true divine soul partner, and that's where I have this like I just came into this life with this understanding that within this life I would be finding my 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 soul partner like being reunited with my the person who I was split up from in the Lemurian times like I don't even know in what ways we were split up I just know that a bunch of havoc was wreaked and that things were not fucking cool like everything was great and then shit was not fucking cool and that's what sort of I don't know if that's what started everything up until now of all the mess we've been dealing with but it really fucked with the the like divine blueprint of the family and I really believe that I am here to restore part of that like sacred union in relationships, you know, like masculine and feminine feminine and that just happens to play out in me being a feminine like in a uh, I don't even know what words to use to not upset the humans these days. I'm in a I'm in a woman's body and I'm attracted to men and they are bringing we all have our own feminine and masculine essences but you know just I am the the feminine and he is the masculine counterpart of this divine union and we don't have to make a child together we can create a life together and that is just as good you know um and who knows i don't know maybe one day i'll be like man i just fucking love this person so much that i want to have a baby with them and to that point i would give major kudos to the guy for making me want to open up my womb like that because it's been 24 years and i have had no desire to do such do such thing okay um later became later became an a, a genetic line to help the Atlanteans and joined in to help their digressive lineage after the wars. So I was wondering before this reading if I had connections to Lemuria and Atlantis and ancient Egypt and the answer, well, I knew ancient Egypt, but the answer is yes to all of them. Um, okay, specialties and gifts. Many of your incarnations have been for the purpose of bringing in new genetics and codes into the gene pool of the seeded races. I guess you could just say I have phenomenal genes. I don't know. Um, the jobs that you are gifted in have spent many lifetimes working with are crystal technologies. I, I don't even know how to say this word. A-N-K-H. Ankh technologies. Sound healing. Sound portal mechanics. And using sound as a tool for all aspects of life. 
Hence why I have a podcast and I'm using my voice to transmit all of this information. Then it gets into my starseed DNA connections. And you guys, it's just, um, it's like I, I just, I had this idea that maybe I had like one life, you know, conne- connected to Pleiadians. Like, I don't know, I was just operating from a very limited idea of what was going on. And even this is still limited, but there are. I don't know, at least 50 or 60 different things on this chart pulling up different aspects that I have with my starseed. Yeah, the like the astrology of it. It's like, okay, here's here's some of the ones that I'm connected to that I can actually say the names of. Lyra, Hyades, um, Draco, okay. That's interesting. Um, Cassiopeia. This one just says galactic. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, Centaurus, Pleiades, Pegasus. Pegasus are real. Um, Orion. Ursa Minor, Casa Minor. Andromeda. Um, yeah, a lot of these are just, like, represented over and over again, and some of them I'm not fully sure of what they are even fucking saying, but, yeah, okay, let's see, so... Oh my god, okay, wait, yeah, so this was a part that I found really interesting. So, I'm just gonna read this. So, I'm connected to Venus in the fifth house. And Venus is my ruling planet, by the way. And keep in mind how whenever I tapped into my higher self for the first time before all of this happened, I tapped into that statement of, I exude the frequencies of joy and pleasure. Okay, so just hold on to that. And also know that my higher self is brilliant in the fact that it knows exactly how I work and it feeds me little little breadcrumbs for me to follow the, a trail. I follow it. I'm pretty sure of myself, but then I, my human interacts with this reality in a way that brings confirmation. So, for example, I, my human signed up for this soul chart reading. I had been led down a bunch of different breadcrumb trails before this, but this, it was all leading me to this reading, and this reading just confirmed everything that I was already believing before and expanded upon it. That's what happens a lot whenever I'm listening to Amy Belair, just by the way. But so, yeah, okay. Refocus. Okay, back to whenever I tapped into my higher self, I exude the frequencies of joy and pleasure. Okay. From this point, we are reading. You're guided to... Wait. You're guided in life to align your values with higher principles, higher ideals, in unity with universal laws, your natural charm and ability to deeply understand other people's values and motivations can help you become an inspirational teacher of virtuous values as your way of supporting the ascension process on earth. 
You're guided to get involved with helping our children who already embody the new earth paradigm. You hold space for them to reach their potential. Or you have ideas on how to heal or awaken the inner child within all of us. Um, I have been on this definitely a journey of healing my inner child where, yeah, I just didn't feel like I ever got to be a child. And whether that be for reasons that I feel like came from my parents or, you know, the life that I was subjected to or whatever, or if it was actually just aspects of myself that made it to where I felt like I could never be a kid so that in adulthood I would come into this just having to get to know that childlike aspect of myself and like the ways that I find that most often is through just like live music and dancing like that is where I find my flow and like my childlike wonder for things um Okay, you know how to creatively express your divine guidance in ways that are playful. So exactly like what I was just talking about, like with my dancing and stuff. And then you help humanity remember and embody the spirit of joy, fun, and play. Being passionate about being guilt-free. And that is totally what I am picking up on with these retreats of like bringing the vacation aspect into the sacredness of it. Like it's actually sacred and spiritual for us to have fun to just simply enjoy things because we enjoy them and that that is enough of a reason to fucking like put your eggs in that basket to experience that just for the sake of joy and pleasure because you're that fucking important and you are that worthy of experiencing that who doesn't want to experience that come on And so it's from this seat that I'm speaking in right now of just knowing what it means to say, yes, I'm having a really fun time right now. And that is also contributing to the evolution of my soul, that this fun is not taking me away from, you know, whatever. It's like seen as... You know, you've got your work grind, your hamster wheel that you're on. And if you take a break, then, you know, you're taking steps away of from the progress that could have happened if you stayed on your hamster wheel. But no, fucking step out of that. Get off your hamster wheel and experience some fucking pleasure. Okay, let's open up these sacral chakras and let's fucking enjoy this shit. Come on. Ah, and then you may find yourself boldly taking risks that are divinely guided and manifest positive results that benefit all involved. Um, that is the initiation that I'm going through right now with my money, where I'm taking, um, bold risks of being like, hmm, I don't have a job. I'm kind of tiptoeing around. I know that I, I have open ways in which money can come through but that it's not in the ideal circumstances, but that I am, I have the space to sort of play with that. Um, so yeah, okay. I think that's all that I really want to talk about with this. Um, at least for now, I mean, this is a 61 page document that I'm looking at right now. And this is 
yeah, it all correlates with the read. I'm really glad that I flipped through this document and realized that <laughs> she had everything typed out for me. And so, yeah, I'm just really excited to go back to Office Depot tomorrow because so I went last week to get a journal for my higher self. Um, Higher self has totally been talking to me through this journal. I went back today to get it spiral bound because it was just like a, you know, like, like a bookend sort of journal. And Becca told me actually that I can get things spiral bound. And so I got that done, which is awesome and perfect. So I went to Office Depot for that today. And then I'm going to have to go back tomorrow to print out all of these pages of stuff because I don't have printer ink and that's expensive. And my higher self just recognizes that I cannot just have this floating in an internet document that it needs to all be printed out and stuff so that I can go through and edit all of this as I'm guided to go through it and oh god I'm just so fucking excited to do all of this and it's got all this astrology stuff oh man I'm just I'm just really 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 excited and grateful to be where I am and that is that so I really, okay, I'm going to take a moment. Now, I'm sure I'll touch on it more in my episode about, you know, my acid trip and stuff, but I don't know if you guys can feel in my voice, but a higher level of me is on board now. Um, Like, I have sort of gotten to the point of understanding enough with my human brain to know okay like it actually is safe for me to open up to my divine aspects and that this is just sort of the beginning part of it like I've been toggling between like Callan and my higher dimensional aspects um but that very soon it's or like it's already started but it's just going to be like the Callan, the human aspects are going to be proportionally smaller to the divine aspects. Um, like my vo- my body, this Callan body truly is a vessel for the divine that is happening. And it's not even that anything has changed in the sense of, okay, well now I'm starting my business and now I can go out into the world and do the work that I want to do. No, I'm just embodied in a different, a higher understanding of what is going on that I know that it is enough for me to just exist in this world. That my reality stream is having an inner, like, an an effect on the collective reality stream, on other people's individual reality streams. That my voice and the sounds that, come through my throat chakra are very powerful and encoded with information um, beyond what my conscious brain knows and I just needed to get to this point of understanding of like 
sort of the mechanics of how I work. And I know that I will come into deeper and deeper understandings just throughout the evolution of my entire life of how these mechanics work. But right now, I'm just at this integration period of seeing such a vaster scope of what my soul is and just holding as much space as I can for that part of myself to merge in with this human part of myself. And as I say all of these things, like, I'm just understanding that this is the most natural process, like, ever. Like, all of, there's been so many times of a process where it has felt unnatural and forced, and, like, I had to be something that I didn't actually feel that I was, and now I just feel like I have the words to express more of the fullness of who I am. Like, this reading doesn't even begin to uncover the depth of, you know, who I am on a soul level, but it gives me a really fucking good idea of where to begin. And it's just like, like, even from this level of awareness, I know that I could devote literal multiple lifetimes to just marveling at all that my soul is. Just simply marveling. Multiple lifetimes of just sitting and looking and being like, wow. Wow. Like, if I could watch my soul on a movie for lifetimes... Like, I, I would do that because of how fucking, and it, it's like to experience it and then to then have a lifetime where I get to re-experience it. And it, that is just like happening infinitely in both directions at all times. Okay, I'm going to cut out here. It's fucking four in the morning. And I don't know when I'm going to get any sleep, but I've had some profound realizations, deep embodiments, and I just, I appreciate you guys for being here on this journey and for just being willing to, um, like, show up and hear the information that is coming through me and... Yeah, I love all of you. You're pure magic and you're exactly where you need to be.